Hola guys, we're back. Um, you know us, maybe you do, maybe you don't. <laughs> I think it'd be quite vain to assume, but I'm Sarah. I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Jordan. <laughs> Great. Sweet. So last week, I just noticed a very big switch in my mental health. And even on Monday, I did not go to class. Not this past Monday, but the Monday before because it felt so hard getting out of bed, first of all. And I read a quote yesterday and I was like, this is me. And it basically was saying how, if your body is not wanting to get out of bed and you feel it becoming difficult, getting out of bed, that's your body saying like, hey, something is not being met. Like maybe your mental health is not being met. Your physical needs are not being met. You're not eating good enough. You're not sleeping good enough. There's a reason why your body is telling you that it's difficult getting out of bed right now. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't classes that I had exams in or anything super important because I've realized I'm most successful when I am mentally stable and I'm doing well. And I've struggled with like anxiety, which is a cousin to depression. Like if I get very anxious and I become quote bedridden or something, I get really sad for many reasons, but I also feel really guilty, I think, which makes me sad. And that's like the whole grind culture of saying, you know, get up at 5 a.m., go work out and don't waste time sitting in bed scrolling on Instagram. Like don't have those bad days. And then I just feel even more shitty And I get even more sad because I'm like, damn, I'm sad. I don't want to get out of bed. I'm nervous, whatever, anxious. And I told myself I'm going to like sit in like or stay in. And I felt so bad about myself. And then the next day I panicked and was searching for so many things to do. I'm like, I need to find a passion. I need to find an art that I, I really love. I don't know, just I guess to make up for what had happened yesterday, the day before. And I really was carrying that guilt into my next day, which made my anxiety worse, which made me even more sad. And it's just like, bro, it was a lot. Um, but that was like my most recent incident I guess but it's something I kind of always deal with um but anyway what is you guys's recent mental downfall (laughs) um I mean I guess I definitely experienced like the same thing as you as far as like um not doing like the same like um things as far as like eating good and exercising and getting up at at a good time like I feel like I haven't done that in so long and that's definitely taken a toll on me and it's mostly because I I kind of like feel stuck in a way um at my job right now and I feel like I was going through the same thing this summer trying to find a job that I felt good about and that um I felt like I kind of thrived in um but now I'm, I'm at the point again where I I'm just trying to find a job that really fits. Um, I think um, that's just like really 
gotten to me, especially because I don't even know like where I want to find a job next. Like, I don't even know like what I want to do. And I don't want to make the mistake again of like picking a, a job that seems good, but maybe I didn't really like think it through that much. And then I'm like a couple months from now, I'm in the same position. So like, I'm going through that type of like situation right now. And I feel like I have been for like a, a couple of weeks. So I've definitely noticed how it's taking a toll on me. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at emotionally right now. Like, do you think it's been affecting you mentally? Like with, I guess your yeah. mental health? Yeah, for, for sure. I feel like, um, I kind of just have to like trust my m- myself. I feel like um, I because I kind of made the decision like this the summer for like this a uh, job and it's not turning out how I thought it would. I feel like I'm second guessing all of the places that I'm looking at or second guessing like what I want because I did have a plan of what I wanted to do next, but now I'm just like not sure and um. Yeah. And I feel like that does like make me more just like anxious in a way. Like I definitely feel like um I'm <laughs> um anxious like all together. Like I'm 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 anxious to stay at my job now and I'm I'm also anxious to leave. So yeah. I get that. Um because I was like literally in the same position as you like mm-hmm. when we first started this yeah um I think it's I don't know it's so weird because it's like the cycle like I can't get out of bed because I'm not doing what I should be like you know doing the meditation the journaling the exercise whatever but like if I did that I would get out of bed but I can't get myself out of bed to do it like it's like a weird um cycle of I don't want to say failure but kind of like I keep failing at it like which the problem is yeah like we see on social media we see get up at 5 a.m and go for a run like you don't be so lazy (laughs) it's like oh my god it's cold outside but (laughs) I mean the cold doesn't help I think that it's like this is always like sort of the downfall like this period in particular because we just had Thanksgiving break and now like we're college students for those who don't know we go to FIT in the city um so from Thanksgiving to Christmas break it's just like a very weird like for me it's like one big question mark especially this semester like I'm just so unaware of like next week is supposed to be our last week of school and it doesn't feel that way like I feel like yeah it should be more like and I'm like just so confused like I don't know how else to explain it um I I don't know it's very uncomfortable but not at the same time like it's it's relieving that it's ending but it it feels like what just happened does that make sense does anybody (laughs) relate to that yeah I feel like I'm literally dragging my body across the finish line like it's not like a sprint you know it's not like a sprint at the end where you end up and you like throw your hands in the air and ball them into fists and you're like yes I made it I'm kind of more like frick like I two more steps but I feel like that's how it is for me 
every single year, like especially in high school. Because like in high school, I did not give a fuck about my mental health. It like I look back at it and I would go to sleep at like 3 a.m. I'd wake up at like okay, 3 a.m. is a little like that's a little much. Probably like 1 a.m., 12 a.m., 1 a.m., wake up at 5 a.m., go work out, have school, like doing that like grind culture thing you know Mm. that the internet Mm. tells us that we need to do in order to be successful people and on top of my already existing anxiety putting that pressure on myself I was crying guys I was crying every single morning waking up getting ready to go to school driving to school after leaving school like (laughs) I was crying so much and I even told my roommate, I was like, I cry a lot. Like, (laughs) but then when I actually started not putting pressure on myself and allowing life to be, it's like, okay, yeah. If you have those days where you just can't show up to school and you need to have a self-care day, no one's putting a gun up to your head and forcing you to go. And it's just not happening. And I felt that way so much all the time. And I did not take care of myself. Yeah. It was just too much. And so I guess in a way this year is a little bit different for me that the end of the finish line isn't that, again, I am still dragging my body across it. Just being like, oh, like push forward. Like we still have a lot of projects or like, or half the projects left to do, like half of the amount of exams to do. Like this is so annoying, but it's not as bad as it used to be because I actually give a shit about myself now, which is great. But like, how do you guys think your mental state has changed or grown? Like, has it gotten better? Has it gotten worse? I would say in high school, I definitely was like, I feel like I was like happy, but kind of in like um, a blissful way. Like I didn't like, I wasn't fully aware of like the real world yet I feel like um and then something happened to me and then I feel like that all like came down and then I definitely had like more anxiety um just a a lot of that um so in high school I feel like I I was definitely aware of that I got into like man manifestation and stuff like that um so I feel like in high school I just like starting like caring for my my mental health um but now I feel like I'm definitely more aware of like Maya self I'm more aware of how I feel and I definitely like even like I um I journal and I ask myself questions of just like how I I feel and that and that just helps because um I can be like oh I'm feeling bad let me feel this and then like how can I make it better um so I feel like I've just changed more as far as like how I handle Maya self really um I think for me I don't want to jinx anything but I think I am in the best like as far as being stable goes like even I I do have bad days like I have days where it's really hard to get out of bed but I genuinely think that that is common winter depression for me I think that always Mm -hmm. happens um or seasonal depression um 
but I struggled my like entire life with anxiety and I didn't know that it was anxiety like I don't there wasn't that you know I was seven you know nobody was like oh don't worry this is just anxiety like it's fine like I literally thought every time I'd have a panic attack like it was death so life was pretty traumatic (laughs) when I was younger I was just a dramatic kid as well um and like I think the worst it's ever been was 2020 um because of COVID and everything I just would like practically faint um like get so close to fainting like every single day over just being panicked and I don't know why I will say I feel like I've I've done a lot of like like micro analyzing every part of my life like the people in it what I do what I eat and I get really overwhelmed by doing that like I will be like oh I have to find the problem as though that's why I get anxious or I'll become like it gets really hard for me to get out of bed and I don't necessarily think that that's the right way to go all the time it only makes it worse because I'm like what's the answer like what is it that's like affecting me this way when in reality I think it it might babe that's just how your brain works you know (laughs) it just gets a little anxious sometimes and that's okay like it's not the end of the world there's things to help it um but yeah I do think I've grown a lot because I've accepted, not, eh, that sounds sad. I haven't accepted <laughs> mental health issues, but well, no, yeah, I will say that. I've accepted. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I, yeah, I've accepted, like, because once you accept it, that's like half the battle because like, okay, fine. I'm going to have a little bit of an anxious morning maybe, but I can do things to help that anxiety Instead of like just pushing it off and be like, no, I'm not going to be anxious because mm-hmm. that's how it gets worse and worse and worse <laughs> is if I yeah. just like pretend it's not there. Yeah, because I was talking to my friend yesterday and we were just checking in on each other and we both were going through it. This is like my best friend from back home and we were just both going through it and it was getting in between our relationship and all of our relationships, honestly in our own well-being and getting through and doing our schoolwork and now we're kind of I feel like I don't want to say at the end of it but at the end of this period of struggling and she was telling me how she was watching this girl on YouTube her name is Alexandra I don't know she's that's like her favorite one of her favorite YouTubers and she talks about you know, manifestation and things like that. A little too woo-woo for me personally, but she does like offer good insight and things. And she was saying how, and this is also part of a Buddhist practice that I've looked into, but it's pretty much saying everything that we perceive to be real, like even people, like our emotions, everything we feel, we see, we touch, you know, everything is made up like from our mind, like from our consciousness. And you are not those things. Like, even though you feel angry, you feel anxious, you are not those things. Like those are just emotions that you are perceiving and you can separate yourself from anxiety because a lot of people say, I am anxious or my anxiety is X, Y, Z. My anxiety is making me feel blah 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 and 
by changing your talk, like the way you speak about your mental health or your feelings, like we should not be saying, I am anxious, my anxiety, my depression is this because, <clears throat> ooh, sorry. We should not be saying that because talk becomes reality in a way. And if you're always saying that you are anxiety, you own that thing and that is yours, then you will begin to live like you are always anxious and you just have anxiety inevitably. And that really opened up my mind to the way that we even speak about it. And we speak to our friends about it. And we get, I mean, I know I get very like bogged down kind of talking about it. Like I would rather talk about it than not because I know it's going to make me feel better after just saying how I'm feeling. But I do a lot of times I'm just like, oh yeah, this is just something I have, something I struggle with, which is true. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I, I still say, like I just said a while ago, I'm like, yeah, like my anxiety was acting up or whatever. But I guess when I'm intentional about it, no, like that is not me. Like I'm not my anxiety. I don't own that thing. And if anyone struggles with that, I feel like that's a good thing to remember is the way you speak about it it's not going to solve your depression it's not going to solve your anxiety but it's a reminder that you're not you're not those things I like that Same. I feel like um I, I don't know why I thought of this but when you were talking about that especially with men in my life we, I feel like we've talked about this in a different episode I'm not sure I would I remember always having to like explain to more boys like when we when I was younger and like guy friends or like um whoever men are men have like a hard time um understanding their feelings especially when they're younger because they're really not supposed to have feelings in society whatever um and so I would explain to I just remember having to explain like a lot like it's okay to feel this way. Like an emotion is a feeling. You're going to feel it and then it's going to go away. Like you're not going to be this one constant thing all the time. It's going to be like a wave. It's going to be lots of ups and downs. And that's, that's how human beings pretty much live. Like I was explaining the basics of emotions a lot, especially to boys in my life because they unfortunately don't get to learn about it um, most of the time. Well, I mean, it's changing now, but when we were younger. So that was a helpful reminder to me as well. Like you are inevitably not going to feel perfectly like amazing all the time. That's not how things work. If you felt that way all the time, what like that meant it wouldn't be that because there would be nothing does that make sense like if you mm -hmm. always felt this like high it wouldn't be high because there's yeah. nothing to compare it to um and I don't know if that that's not necessarily the most comforting thing to hear but it was for me because it made it like it's okay to be in this low mm -hmm. um it's okay that right now you you are feeling anxious, you are feeling depressed, you are feeling uncomfortable um, because it doesn't always feel this way. You have to feel what you're feeling. It, it, it's not going to stay at a constant. If you are at a constant, that's so stagnant. That's so actually concerning. Um, <laughs> like yeah. there's just one constant line. 
but yeah, I, I definitely, that like analogy that I like remember coming up with myself in high school, like trying to explain to the boys in my life, like, Hey guys, it's okay. <laughs> we are, it's okay. <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. can feel that and that's perfectly fine. Helped me a lot as well in hindsight, like now. But that just reminds me of the fact that life is most of the time pretty average mm-hmm. externally like look like compared to the ways movies depict romanticizing your life and stuff oh these you always have to be in love you always have to be on the search for your next job endeavor or your next ambition why the majority of life is you getting from where you are to where you quote want to be but where you should want to be is exactly where you are if that makes sense throughout that whole period that's where you should want to be because that's the majority of life and if you can't accept that life is really going to be difficult because I was living my life that way from getting from point a to point b like throughout my whole high school all I wanted was to be in New York City that's all I wanted or not specifically yeah maybe not specifically New York but I knew I wanted to get out of Mississippi. I knew I wanted to go to, you know, a metropolitan area. I knew I wanted to do something like artistic study, something that fuels the right side of my brain. And I got here and I did a lot of self-evaluation during quarantine. So it was better. But I remember at the beginning of quarantine, when I got in, it was like, oh, this is the high I've been waiting for was to get the acceptance letter and knowing that I'm going to New York. And then after, during that time of quarantine, it was kind of like, hmm, why does the idea of actually being there, it's appealing and all, but not as appealing as I had thought it was going to be. I'd been literally working my whole life to be here. And I was like, hmm, maybe the answer is just to enjoy every single moment. Because, I mean, this is a totally different thing, but even when you are living in New York City for like the people that are like in other places, it's not always romantic to be here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's normal life as it is if you were like in another place. Um, I definitely had like that thinking when I first came here to be like, oh, like I have to like make each day like super crazy and it has to be like I have to like live my life to like the fullest like each day and when I wanted I would feel bad let's be like oh I'm I'm staying inside but like why when there's like so many things to like do and I definitely had that that like guilt and stuff like that but um I had to realize that like oh I'm making this this place my uh, home so I have to like live it like normal life you know because like not every day is going to be like super crazy and I feel like I'm definitely fine with that now um so yeah I like Mm -hmm. that that you're making that your home I feel like a lot of kid people our age I want to say kids because we're like you know (laughs) a little more grown than that but like Mm -hmm. it is very like go to every club you can and and go and (laughs) do like do the most just the most and it's like I think that is more it's weird because we're in college Mm -hmm. I was talking to um a classmate 
the other night who is actually thinking of transferring from FIT because I she doesn't like love like city life I think she was saying like she goes to her friends campuses like wherever they are upstate New York or wherever it was and you can just be so reckless you can be so so very crazy um and here in New York you you can't there's just more dangerous things that you can inevitably come across here that you can't just like go out you can people do it but it's not the safest idea to just like get blackout drunk have no idea how you get home every single night you know that personally would not be my vibe because I would (laughs) actually have it I would have a heart attack Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) but she was just saying how you know, she wants that. She wants that experience where you can be just be on a campus. And I mean, there's still lots of scary things on college campuses. Let's keep that clear. There's no perfect place anywhere, but it's different, obviously. Um, However, I do think for college students in New York, there's like a huge difference. There's some that are clearly making it their home that are trying to be there for like, not even for life, but some sort of like, living situation adult like situation and then there are some that you can clearly see are you know there for the college experience they're to party and go out and get crazy um and there it's hard when you're trying to find that balance you know where you're like okay yeah like I'm in college I want to go and do my college thing and hang out with my friends but I'm also like trying to adult like because we we do have to grow up faster here Not- yes mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree I don't know it is really difficult to find that balance yeah it's like the thought of it the thought of it is nice like I think I definitely think that the reason why it stresses me out so much here is because there's so much pressure on career and they make Mm -hmm. that clear like at FIT it's very clear why everyone is there why they chose this lifestyle instead of you know the typical university university experience and I mean personally I'm not a super big partier like I'll definitely do it like once in a blue moon but to do it every weekend like that's just not my thing and a lot of my friends from back home you know they do sorority stuff and that's like they love that and I kind of knew that leaving Mississippi or leaving that very small town lifestyle to come here I was like, I think it's going to be good for me. And then I did come here and it was so good for me because the best thing about being here to me, or one of the best things is that no one gives an actual F about what you're doing. And so it takes a lot of my anxiety off. You feel so small here. And I'm like, I can do whatever I want. I really can. I mean, I can't be like blackout drunk, like on a weekend or something because someone will probably kidnap me. (laughs) however you know on my day-to-day life it fits for me here I can wear whatever I want I can if I'm in a bad mood because this is just like New York culture if someone's in a bad mood they're not going to be super nice because you're probably never going to see them again but I live in such a small town that it almost feels like there's a microscope like watching you do everything that you're doing and it did not help me at all and it made me care about what other people thought about me it was just not good. So yeah, it just depends, I guess, in your lifestyle or what you need in order to function and have the best, to be in the best mental state, everyone needs different things. 
But I do know that at the end of the day, I'm glad I'm here because it's, I've never been, not to brag, because of course, you know, we all go through our ups and downs, but I've never been in a happier place or a more stable place than here because it's like, there is a lot going on externally in New York, but it never feels so like close to me that I feel pressured to do anything. Like if I don't want to hang out with these people, I'm not going to hang out with those people. I'm probably not even going to see them. I might like see them on campus or something, but not really, you know, I don't know. There's just like a lot less pressure. I feel like than where I'm from, but that kind of veered off of that. But yeah, moving to the city is just different. Like, do you guys think it has helped you or harmed you or both? Like in what ways do you think that living in the city has affected you mentally? Yeah. So I feel like moving here, I feel like it's definitely helped me. Like it hasn't really harmed me in like a huge way. Like I moved here, um, when did I move birthday? Um, after high school. So like fall of 2019. Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I moved here then for my freshman year. Um, I feel like, um, I definitely helped me. I feel like just like really grow as, as a person at like a super fast rate. Um, I think that's just because with New York, you do have to like grow up fast and you have to like, you experience things that like, I feel like you wouldn't experience as fast as you would living in a more like woodsy rural place. Um, so yeah. Um, and then, uh, COVID happened, of course. So I moved back here, um, December of 2020. And I feel like since then I've really just been on like an an uphill kind of like path where like I had a set of goals that I wanted to get to. And I feel like I'm there now. Um, that's like, as far as like my personal, like, as far as just like, um, goals like getting an apartment and stuff like that um meant on a mental note I would say it's definitely helped me like mature but I definitely feel like the you know like the stigma that um when you move here like you can definitely feel very alone even though there's like so many people I've definitely experienced that when I first got here I definitely still experience it now um but uh, I definitely think that's just like a thing, a part of like growing up because um, I definitely did have like a lot of friends, but then um, you just, I got to a point like where like we grew apart and, you know, just on different paths. So I definitely don't have that anymore. And I'm definitely trying to like navigate that, but that's also part of being an adult an adult because like when you're a kid and like you're in school you have friends for like like years you know and um as you get older you know friends don't last as long and you grow apart and I feel like it's just all a part of like the path of just like find finding your people and I feel like because New York is so big like I don't worry because there's like so many different people that I, I will find like my people you know what I'm saying I get that. I think there's definitely a difference in the community sense. It's very different because my friend who moved here like around the same time that like 
you know, I did. Like it was very hard for her in the community sense because it wasn't the same as other places. And I don't want to say, oh, this is like a utopia. Like you were saying, it's so different. Like people are hardcore here. (laughs) But I think, and this is something that I find so beautiful about New York is that no one got time for that fake shit. That's how I would describe it to someone. No one got time for that fake shit. And the competitiveness is a little too much. Like in that situation, that's a little too much. But I noticed whenever I meet someone, because I come from a Southern state, so hospitality, like, oh my God, hey, how are you? Is the beginning of every conversation. And here it's not like that. You ask the questions that you want to ask. You say what you need to say and you leave and you appreciate that, that exchange, but it's never, there's never any icing on top. It's very much just the cake. That's how I've noticed it. And I think at first it was, it was stunning to me and made me feel insecure because I was like, oh my God, like, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not meant to be here. Like what's going on? Cause it was like a culture shock. And I think that affected me mentally a little bit because I was questioning myself and I saw myself as inferior to all the people that knew how to talk about things that actually mattered. And I feel like I was always trying to put on a mask or like a face, like, Oh, I know how to socialize in this different type of social sphere, whatever. But that is something I have noticed about New York, but now I'm learning to love it and appreciate it. But in the beginning, it was not like that for me. Like the first couple of weeks or months, I was like, oh god I'm like let me just act like my feelings aren't hurt because you didn't ask me how I was (laughs) oh that's sweet yeah I I feel like when I moved here I loved that part of it like I loved that people were like honest and um I don't know when people are mean I don't really take it like they're because they're probably just going through like their own things I don't take it like they're being mean to me you know type of thing um but I feel like that I, I loved it because I experienced um, back home people just kind of like not saying what like they meant. And I hate that so much. So the fact that people actually say what, what like they mean here, it's just so much better because I feel like you're not talking to someone with like a wall up, which like you definitely can't like that, you know, that that's just being human. But I feel like there's definitely just like um, a more honest approach to it, people. And I definitely have experienced like here, like I'm able to have like a talk with someone and have it be like a super like deep talk, but I also don't really know this up person. Like it's a more like transparent thing. And I do love that. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I've also like experienced on the other side where like um, people aren't so honest, but that's usually because it's for like their own interests. Like I've dealt with people who steal and they're not honest. I've dealt with people who lie, and they're not honest. Like, dude, there's, it's not like New York, as 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 you guys said. It's more just like the human race, you know. <laughs> you experience We're a complex all different types of people. Group of humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have established that there's some <laughs> struggling, <laughs> um, but I, we can also establish how we could possibly help ourselves a little bit um what are some tips or what are like your guys's go-to self-help if you will um like little remedies or you know fixes of sorts 
that you like to resort to? Um, food. You wanna go? I love food. <laughs> food. <laughs> food always helps. I also feel like talking to someone about it. Um, that definitely helps. Um, oh, like doing something where like you treat yourself. Like I was, def- I was feeling bad. Like I don't know, like or during the summer like some sometime and I made an employment for like a sauna and I was like whoa like this is kind of crazy I've never been to a, a sauna and it wasn't that expensive and it was at this like nice place and I tried it out and like I probably won't do it again because like it was nice but it wasn't like <laughs> super like crazy like thing but it was just like cool to do something for like myself like solely to make to make myself feel better so um I don't know, just doing things like like that. Mine's annoying. I know it is. Physical exercise. I know. I know, guys. It's annoying, <laughs> but it's true. Um, like, I have to run. Like, I have to. And I don't say that. Like, I have to run, guys. Like, <laughs> let me just, let me go. Like, I'm... I'm a vegan run like no like it's not like that I just genuinely have to because first just getting physical exercise is good for your health and so that will improve your mental state secondly like the dopamine rush that you get from like physical exercise is amazing and I do think that you know my brain doesn't produce the same or the right amount that it needs to. So I need that dopamine rush. And then also it was like super Tumblr girl emo, but after about like a mile or after, like I get my heart like really like pumping, I sit down on the bench on like the pier and I can feel my, my heart like vibrate my body. And that's like such a nice feeling to remember that. Oh yeah. Like you're fucking alive. Like you're not just you're not just a ghost going throughout life, just like living, living, but not really living. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't even know if I'm explaining this well, but just feeling my heart like pound throughout like my fingertips and just, you know, reminding myself that again, I'm alive. It makes me feel like I have purpose in a way. And then also I think something for me that really helps is going on this app called Arena. It's very similar to Tumblr, very similar to like Pinterest almost. It's for like artists and creatives and they post channels, which are kind of like folders of what they're inspired by. And they can pull quotes from the internet. They can pull photos from the internet. They can write down their thoughts and you see how these people are feeling you know, art is an extension of someone's emotions and like the deepest parts of them. And I don't think that you always see that in people just face to face. Like no one's going to be like, oh, this is like my deepest, darkest, like soul tied thoughts, you know, but seeing artists, literal mood boards of what is inspiring them that always makes me feel better. And it grounds me because they have some groundbreaking ideas where I'm able to ground myself through seeing their, their work. 
And sometimes looking at a painting, I don't know what the fuck that means. But if I'm looking at their ideas and like actually where they're grabbing these from, it like grounds me back because my my brain is so crazy. It always makes me worry about things that I shouldn't be worrying about. How are these people perceiving me? You know, it's always constantly thinking about stuff that it shouldn't be thinking about. And it's always so up in the air, like my head and my thoughts and my my brain. And that's what grounds me personally. And that's anything like inspirational or like kind of very cheesy. I love that shit. I love a good cheesy quote because, because I need that. Like I have to have those things. And I know so many people are probably like, bitch, that's so fucking cheesy. Like that is something that freaking a Karen would post on Facebook. I'm like, (laughs) okay, but I needed that, you know? So those are a few things that help me. I'm a cheesy bitch. (laughs) So I'm a cheesy bitch as well. I love food. I do love exercise. I know And it's interesting because this week, especially I've noted that I have had a lack of exercise and I have not been getting the right nutrients and I can't get out of bed. (laughs) Like I know, I know what's wrong. I know the problems. I know what I need to do to fix it. I just have to do it. But I think I, my main thing that I know always helps it's one of my hardest things to actually do is like to just completely lock away my phone for like a full day usually Sunday I try to just put it away because my brain literally my head hurts my head hurts from the amount that I'm on my phone and it's like I'm definitely have an addiction at this point I know that I do I need to like stop but I also don't want to um but I do want to so yeah definitely getting off my phone helps me so much um and and even if you obviously it's kind of hard to like actually lock away your phone but like deleting apps helps me like I'll just delete the Instagram and then I think my last thing is that I think I kind of mentioned it before but just like that the reminder to myself like that it's okay whatever you're going through like I think I look this is corny corny but I look at myself in the mirror and I'll just like kind of talk internally usually not out loud I don't want to seem like you know too much but I'll like sometimes I do sometimes I'll just be like hey girl but (laughs) but yeah I just will be like hey like it's okay. It's okay. It's okay that you feel this way. Almost as if, cause you know what you were saying, like you are not this feeling. You just feel this feeling. I'll like see the feeling sitting with me and I'm like, all right, we're vibing. We're here. We're all together in this <laughs> room, but that's okay. Um, it's okay to feel this way. I think it's being like reminding myself, like gentle, just be gentle with it. Stop being so hard about this because it's doing no good for anybody it's only affecting you more if you like shit on yourself for feeling your feelings um so yeah definitely it's weird it's very corny I'm gonna admit it it is that I'm looking at myself in the mirror like you can do it (laughs) keep pushing but it helps me it really does also it's very like when you look at yourself for a few minutes I don't know. Shit gets, shit gets emotional for me. I like, 
I'm like, oh my God, I was, I was so little and now I'm like seeing myself and I'm not little anymore. I don't know. Really weird, but I like it. The growth. The yeah, growth for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a, a big, like I see myself and I'm like, oh, you're who I always wanted you to be. That's so cute. Yeah. That reminds me, um, you said something that reminds me. Sometimes I just need to be a lazy piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I, cause you were talking about how you know what you need to do, mm-hmm. but you just simply don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to exercise. You don't want to eat good. You don't want to do all these things. Okay. That's I just fine. told myself, I know. And I told myself that I'm like, okay, well then don't, it's just like, mm-hmm. don't do it. Don't show up to class, get rid of all expectations of yourself to do anything good. If you want to get that freaking large French fry from McDonald's and you know, do that. That's fine. You don't have to put this pressure on yourself for this one day or however many days you need to take a break. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we need to reframe our mindset on self-help because sometimes helping yourself does not always come in the form of being productive at all. I think that's the whole reason why we need to help ourselves that's the whole reason why we get burnt out is because of expectations to always be productive and that's just simply not the case thank you guys for listening today i hope that if you're feeling any of the feelings that we are feeling or have felt um that you know you're not alone and that's okay and maybe just feel it and go get your large french fry from mcdonald's and Mm -hmm. sit in your comfortable bed all day And then maybe tomorrow, maybe go for a walk. I don't know. See what you can do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope some you guys, we said something that helped somebody today. That would be nice. Um, Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.